Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, mother and or father fuckers, we please kneel for the singing of our national anthem. I got it. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America. Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Girl, would you like to come back with Rob to America? America. 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 Do you have your passport? Did you get your shots? Who wants to come back with us to America? What's up? This is your boy JC. J Dot. Welcome back to the connection. Episode eighty six, man. Still in here with you, man. What's going on? And you know, same, same, same shit. Right, right. <laughs> well, <laughs> what is interesting this week? <laughs> well, yeah, of course. Uh, you know, the big news is uh, Joe Biden picked his running mate. <laughs> we called it, dude. We called it episode twelve. I'm telling you, man. Like, I don't want to be on my own dick. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But, dude. I knew she was going to be somebody in the, the democratic system, you know what I'm saying? Like, and I do believe it's a system. I don't call it a party. It's like, you know, this is a... Uh, I think that's why they had her uh, drop out so early in the race. I do, too. She dropped out early, so, like, she, that she wouldn't get the slander that she's getting now. Like, it wouldn't have built up so much. Like, if she had got that, she, there was no way she would have been a nominee. Then. Right, right. It would have been a much rockier role, you know, and with her being the vice president, I feel like, you know, vice president is an easier role to play than the, the president as far as how they scrutinize you and everything. So, uh, like I said, man, I, I was kind of going for Elizabeth Warren if they did pick a woman, but it, like I told you, man, it's like, in a way, it kind of makes me uneasy because I feel like a lot of people might see it as too radical to the left, you know, a black woman, you know, and, and I feel like that's what kind of hurt Hillary. It was the fact that she was a woman, really. You know, I, I, I do, deep in my heart, I think a lot of people, you know, we talk about racism yeah, and everything, but we don't talk about sexism. Society. Yeah, I don't think we talk about sexism a lot. And I even, I even know dudes who said that. It was like, you know, it's not the fact that I agree with Trump, but I wasn't going to pick a woman to run the country. And even with myself, I've had to come to grips with that. You know what I mean? So, uh, like, I mean, I don't know how I feel about it. I'm not more excited about it. You know? <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. And it's the same thing with her, too. You know, I'm not questioning her blackness or whatever. But, it's, you know, automatically, you know, everybody's, oh, he's got a black woman, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, well, is she black? And not to question anybody's blackness, but it's that same thing with, like, Barack, man. But... Alright, I, I see both sides of it. Cause I, I see a bunch of people just like, well, you don't need to question their blackness, but it's like, if that's what, if that's the if, selling point, then, then yeah, yes, I feel like that's exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, if that's the selling point, then it's like, yeah, we should. It goes back to the whole uh, ADOS thing and like the, uh, uh, what I'm saying, native blacks is, or what we call them, uh, American Africans, is what we like to say. Yeah. I mean, she doesn't have that lineage. It's just, yeah, it's exactly. just not there. Like exactly. she has ties to Jamaica with her, uh, I'm saying father's side, but she was she 
with their father growing up. She exactly. was raised by her Indian side. Right, exactly. And then, I mean, just going to HBCU and joining a sorority, I mean, that's just steps to play the game. Like, she did that. Don't get me wrong. I mean, I do think, in a way, I can kind of see, like, yeah, that does kind of, you know, she gravitated towards the blackness. And it's like, especially in America, too, it's like, you know, you, you are who, how you're treated. So it's like, yeah. I can see, you know, her doing that because in her mind, you know, she was a black woman, you know. So I, I, I don't, I'm not saying that's what qualifies her or whatever, but I did, I thought that was interesting though. I think that's interesting about her. It's like, well, she did go to a HBCU. She's in a, a black sorority. You know, her sister's a black. You know, I don't know how she identifies herself, but to me, it, you know, it helped out a little bit. I mean, it's just like the, initially what we said is like it's very uh, pandering. Like I said, just to pick her, just for the fact that they said they were going to pick a black woman. Right? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I thought they was going to pick you know, some, especially with everything going on. I definitely thought they was going to pick a you know, some black or a black woman or An you know, some more woman. left. You <laughs> know what I mean? Yeah. So, do you think it's a good thing? I mean. She I does know black people. I mean, obviously, you know, we've adopted her, you know. I black mean, yeah, people are happy about it. She's locked up plenty of us. Like, <laughs> That's what I'm saying. But I don't feel like you had to lock up the black vote. <laughs> okay, you know, we was going to vote for him no matter who. And that is the biggest issue with, with what I'm saying, our people. It's like we're she got this loyalty to the Democratic Party. Right. Regardless of who they bring out, what they say, you know what I'm saying, like. I think what the, the that that hinders us that yeah. takes away our our voting power because it's like they know what we're gonna do so I mean that goes to that benign uh, neglect it's like they don't need to cater to us because they know where our vote's gonna go. But in the, in the opposite sense though too, it is good to have somebody who at least knows who we are. You know, we can at least say that about it. You know, what I'm saying you think Joe Biden would have went to a black fraternity? <laughs> you know, it's like well. If for whatever like it is, step up, <laughs> right? <laughs> I, you know, it's funny, man. When they, everybody talks about that whole thing, when he was like, "Well, if you vote for Trump, you're not black." I thought it was a joke, and I thought, like, yeah, I mean, his, he, he was definitely joking when he said, "Yeah, that, yeah." Like, I thought it was a joke, and it, there was some truth to what he was saying too. I, in what, in a sense, he's like, you know, how could a black person vote for Trump? But like I said, I, I thought more so it was a joke. It was a bad joke. It was a bad joke. It was a poor and poor taste. One, you're a presidential candidate. Two, you're a white man. But in the sense of like Trump and, you know, like this man has a, you know, a green light to say or do anything he wants to, I didn't think it was that extreme in today's politics. You know, Trump says shit all the time. It's the same thing Trump said. Like when he was running for president, he was like, what What else do you have to lose? And and that was more real than the, you know what I'm saying, if you vote for me, you ain't black. I feel like it was equally, you know, a truthful statement, you know. Like I said, they're both. Like, what do you think the black? I don't feel like you should like as like I said as a European man, you, you could tell somebody that you're not black because you do something like nah. Like, first of all, you can't tell me who, who I am. Like that's the issue. You're, you're right, right. Trying to uh, label and address us is what you see us as right for four hundred years, and that's the one of the big issues. Is like no, let us figure out what we want and decide. And then decide if you were qualified to fill that position. What do you think the black right right with Trump is? What do you think it is about, you know, to you? What is it that he does that turns you off for us black folks? And, you know, 
how I think we feel. Just the issue is like the uh, media portrayal, and then like the like I said, the dog whistling and the keywords that are used is like people are like, "Oh, Trump is racist," and then it's like, if somebody says that, they're like, and you ask them like, "All right, how is he racist?" Well, he says this and he says this, or this was said, and it's like. But to me, that is the truth. It, it's what he says. It's the dog whistles, like with the Charlotte stuff. You know, I don't even think. He's but so much racist he, as right. an asshole. But and this is just me playing devil's advocate because I mean, yeah. I say fuck all these niggas. But yeah, right, right. Um, with the Charlotte shit, just like with Kanye and just like with all these other people and celebrities, they only play certain clips. That Charlotte shit when he said there are people, good people on both sides. Then he went to later say that like he was talking about just regular citizens that like support the statue or whatever and. We know people that, are, that support oh. the Confederate flag or whatever. And it's, right, but they're, they're not, not necessarily bad people. You know what I'm saying? They're not bad people. So that's what he was saying. Then he later on in the statement went to say that the racists and the Nazis and the, neo, the neo-Nazis and the Richard Spencers and them, he basically like shitted on them and denounced them. So like like I said, you can't go off these little media Sound bites. That's what I'm saying. Like That's a lot of things that with Trump is the sound bites. But if you go to his policies... I mean, he's I mean, let a lot of uh, people, like our people, out of prison. Uh, opportunity zones. A lot of people say that they're not for us, but... But is that just because he wants to pander to the black, for black votes? Even yeah. though it doesn't matter if you, you've you been in prison 30 years, you okay. don't care. But, all right, that's how you... The vote should be for sale. Give us something. Right, Rather right. Rather than just say shit like the Democratic Party. And right. just, like, expect us to vote for him. So, like I said, like... But I also I look at it too, because he is the talking head of the Republican Party. It's like we know they they've made racist policies, you know, within recent. We know the position they've taken against people. But we also know Lyndon Johnson was the president when the Civil Rights Act was passed. But that was for the black vote. You exactly. Know? Yeah. Lyndon Johnson was is a known racist mm-hmm. Republican president. Right. You know what I'm saying? So like we don't, as black people, we get too. We say this all the time. We get too caught up in emotions. And don't do no research. We don't know history, and we don't know politics. Like mm-hmm. we, like we claim to the game. Be. You know, I think we put too much emotion in the game. We don't realize it's a game. You know what I'm saying? Um, when you when you're emotional, somebody else can take control of your emotions, and then therefore control you. If well, somebody I, can manipulate your emotions. You can be manipulated. Well, I think he's a racist, but I don't think he's. I think he's like the average right person. It's like. You know, does he stay up at night thinking about what he can do to harm black people? No, he's really selfish. I think you know? he's, I feel like he's more classist than racist. I, I no, I feel like he's right. I think he doesn't. He he's like the traditional uh, traditional racist. I think you know he only likes rich black people for one. You know, and that's the one thing he like. I said, I, like you said, I, he's more classism. But I think with that, within classism, just like with the British system, you know. They all about classism, but there's racism in that too. You know, there's yeah. different ingredient ingredients that make up that that point of view. You know what I'm saying? So I don't think he's no more racist than any other white man. But I do think, yeah, he's a racist. You know, just look at the stuff with uh, you know, just take for instance, just one little example, like with John Lewis. You know what I'm saying? How he was like, well, you know, he didn't come to my rally. You know, do I think that you know that was purely because of race? No, I think it was because he didn't support him. You know. He's more like that. He's like, well, fuck it. Either you're with me or against me. Yeah. You know, he'll turn on the people, even his people on his own side. You know, I think that's what a lot of white people don't realize. It's like, he isn't for you. He's about rich. Who's ever going to make money? You know what I'm saying? But like I said, with that being included, it's like a sexist. It's like, yeah, you might be sexist, 
but there's some racism in that too. You know, it's all it's all a gumbo of a bad person almost. You know. Yeah, I mean, I, I ain't gonna vouch for his personal mm-hmm. character. Or nothing. I know, but he like, <laughs> no, nah, hell no, I'm not gonna support Trump. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, uh-uh. just because, and even just like with his housing policies or the, the Central Park Five and all that. You know, he's just like every other racist. You know, they're going to hop on the bandwagon or say what they think their supporters think. You know what I mean? And it's like this. It's like I'm not saying every Trump supporter is racist, but every racist I know is a Trump supporter. You know, it's one of those double-edged swords. So I mean, but I racist, the like super hillbillies, the people that we're talking about that are like Trump supporters and shit, the racist motherfuckers, like... They're on the same. They're on the opposite end of the spectrum that black folks are on. They're gonna vote Republican no matter what. Exactly. Exactly. And just like black folks are gonna vote Democratic. Democratic. No yeah. But we've always said almost, like religion is like. I mean, politics is like religion now. You know, you either on one side or the other. You yeah. know, is the ones that really sway the elections are the moderate people, and that's what people don't understand. It's like people are gonna vote in their blocks, but you're gonna get the people that's like the fringe voters and stuff, and that's who they they're always after. Oh yeah, yeah, that's very true. You and know those what I'm are always like middle ground, moderate. Uh, you know what I'm saying policies that sway somebody one way or the other. It's like, uh, are you pro life or pro choice? Are you, you know what I'm saying is this candidate uh, for guns or not? And that's well, usually what they sway on to. Right, right. And I think you know, but I would always say also say this is like politics is like a, a cloak for people too. You know, politics would be a cloak for someone. Who really is racist or, you know, it's a cloak for, you know, such and such liberal policy sometimes, you know what I'm saying? Where, you know, you'll get some people like, you know, on the total opposite end of the spectrum and they're like, well, I'm a Republican because of this, this and this. And it's really an idea more so than it is the actual reality, you know, because most candidates or most uh, politicians, you know, they're going to do what or what they're going to do or say what they think people want them to say or what's in their best interest, you know? So you can't blame people for that. I can't blame a white man for for voting for Trump if he feels like his livelihood is threatened. You know, it's just, that's just, just human like the, nature. The, like a coal miner just, you know what I'm saying, needs a job and Trump promised jobs to the coal miner. Yeah, you're going to roll with that. You're going to roll with that. You know, that's, and that's just like with black folks. It's like, you know, you might have a Democratic... Uh, candidate who's like, yeah, I'm gonna try to fix the justice system. All right, we gonna roll with you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I, that's why I feel like with Joe Biden, it's just like we don't have another dog in the fight. You know, but that's why with Kamala, I, I feel I like feel, we should do like the Asians do, and, and or more specifically, but they like the white, and but they vote their interest. I mean. Look who's in the office. Of course, they're gonna vote white. Like yeah, they go yeah, they're gonna vote white most. But the time. they vote. You know what I'm saying to to the interest they they go low level politics and they go towards you know what I'm saying whoever's in the office and they be like all right whoever wins this election this is what we expect from you right and and they have demands and they have you know what I'm saying unions and like I said lobbyists and all that right and they actually have neighborhoods and things yeah. like that you know that's another thing too I think you know it comes down to money you know what I'm saying. And it's like uh, who before has money, it comes to unity. Like if you, if you can have money, like we should, we we have money in the black community, mm-hmm. one point seven billion dollars in spending power, but we don't have unity, so that dollar is not united. Right. You know what Very saying? true. Very it only, true. It only stays in our community for you know what I'm saying minutes, literally. 
Right, right. While other people's dollars, they circulate for days, months, you know what I'm saying, weeks. Do you think that's by design? Like, they don't, we don't have a community because just the way the system is set up, it's not designed for us to, you know, have that sort of, you know, like when we talk about Black Wall Street and things like that. Yeah, it is us in a sense. Like, we need to stop looking outward for so much stuff. Like I said, like getting back to the emotions and shit, it's like, we look. We keep looking for this outside savior and these outside causes. It's like we can't keep blaming Trump and we can't keep blaming the system and we can't keep blaming all this other stuff when we ain't together and we ain't, exactly we ain't right. get our shit we, together. You know what I'm saying like if we got our shit together and we doing the best we can possibly do, then we can look at outside sources. I think it's it's almost to the point too because we're so far gone that we would have to put out our own you know detrimental fires before we can start to. You know, go somewhere else. You know, you can't put I, the fire in your neighborhood out then, if your house yeah. is on fire. Yeah, you know, and I, I think it's that too. And then I, you know, there is our story is a little bit different in America from the the average immigrant. You know, I mean, we're not immigrants; we we're descendants of slaves. So it's it's a different route almost. Yeah, it's you know? a definitely a different path that we took. But I, got, I mean, like black no, no disrespect to the ancestors or whatever. But I mean. The segregation movement that would that set us back a lot, like yeah, yeah. Just and then you know it was the forces, you know the uh, the in, the the crimes that were committed against us. Yeah, you know it was manipulative it, forces behind yeah. everything inside the movements and all right, that. So right, right. were de- it was definitely like I mean don't get me wrong I ain't, letting, I ain't letting the system off the hook I ain't letting these you know saying Europeans off the hook or nothing but at the same time it's like. If we claim to be kings and gods and all this shit, it's like we need to be that. More of a personal accountability, and as far as I hundred percent, like if we yeah. gods, you know what I'm saying? We need to start creating shit. If we kings, we need to have a kingdom. But that's what it's we like, was just talking about. We were saying it's like, you know, you'll hear these quote unquote gangsters all the time, and it's like, you know, they're they're serial killers of black people. Yeah, you get in front of police, they you know what I'm saying put your pants up. Yeah, uh, pull your pants sit up. up straight. Yes, sir. No, yes, sir. No, officer. Uh, yeah, my, you know. my registration right here, and it's like, nah, keep the same energy, bro. Right, right. Across the board, you know what I'm saying. A lot of times with black folks, you know, to put it simply, we are our own biggest enemy. You know, what I mean, what we'll do to another black man is something we wouldn't even think about, even talking to a white man like that. And that's just the conditioning. That's what I'm saying. It's like, you know, when you talk about, you know, Asians and other races, like, they have a different history than ours. And we do suffer from PTSD. I mean, like, they have a history. Or they, they... Yeah. We have a history. We don't we don't know our history a lot of times. Like, right, right. It's, it's a reason, uh, Noble Drawley said, like, one of the first things is know thyself. Right. And, that, and, like, knowledge yourself is one of the, like, key things that you can have. Because, I mean, when you know who you are and you know where you come from, you know where you can go. You know what you're capable of, and you know. Well, we're not even together, you know. In yeah, the sense of like, yeah, unity black is, one, is black isn't a race. Black is a culture. Issue. You know, especially as, as far as Black American. You know, we were talking about Kamala. You know, what I'm saying it's like what makes her black, and it's like I'm not gonna, you know, question her blackness or what she identifies with as black. But like I said, because we're so, our genealogy is so mixed up, and you know, so you know, whereas. An Italian, you know what I'm saying, is can be straight Italian or Asian. It's like, you know, they can trace their roots that like everybody was Asian with black, especially, uh, you know, but the, American My African. issue is with that, it's like the issue with the, I don't say issue black or issue not, everyone else but 
so-called black people have the option to choose to be black. In the you know sense what I'm saying? Of, you got Rachel Dolezal's, you got, you know what I'm saying, Kamala Harris, where right, she, can be, right. she can be Indian. Right. When she was elected the senator or uh, the uh, attorney general, uh, I mean, not, not attorney, district attorney, she was the first Indian American district attorney. Right, she right. Wasn't first, she wasn't the first African American district attorney. She well, is the it they choose or do you think society chooses? Just like with Obama, it was like, we knew he wasn't black in the sense of like us. Obama addressed himself as a Kenyan American. Yeah. He never said he was an African American. He never said But Kenya is black, black though. Kenya is Africa. You know, that's even more so than black American because black American is like nah. we're mixed with everything. You know, I, I wouldn't... Just like you said, it's a specific experience. Like, you have the lineage of slavery. You have the lineage of Jim Crow. You have... Like, you're not... That's what I'm saying. It's like... Immigrant. Is that what... As far as what we think of as black American, is it purely descendants of slave? Or is it purely descendants from Africa? You know, as far as the sense of... Like, like, like Obama. Like, he's saying, like, I'm a Kenyan American. And I think in the black American experience, we look at it like descendants of slaves. It's like, man, if you wasn't That's your grandparents like, wasn't slaves, then you ain't black like us. But when it's sold to us, or when they try to give us these uh, figureheads and shit, it's in the general. It's like, oh, no, yeah. we're, we're all black. black. But it's right, like, right, Brazilian black, or yeah, any, yeah. Any other time, it's right. like, no, this is a Nigerian American. This is a Kenyan American. This is exactly. A then it's like, no, nah, y'all just black. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's and like, it's them. Right. It's them putting those terms on us you as opposed so to it's like, all right, us. If we just black, then stop trying. To, uh, you know what I'm saying include yourselves in it like when the reparations come or when exactly. you know what I'm saying affirmative action hits y'all want to be a part of it but, but it's white like, people do that with everything you see it with the Indians all the time you know all, every white person I know you know I'm part Indian I'm Indian this <laughs> and I'm Indian that you know and it's like well who said I'm not saying that you're white to me <laughs> yeah. just like I'm black to you that's what <laughs> trips me out you know oh boy you know what I'm saying talking, <laughs> you know, he was like that it was like you're a white dude. You know what I'm saying? To me, everything about you is white. Or even just how you live your life. How you live your life and, you know, how you react to other people. You know what I'm saying? But that's what, uh, just getting back to the black thing, it's like, it's a status here. and It's a status and like a, like you said, a culture and a state of mind almost. Right, like, right. Even like how uh, the Rachel Dollars out shit, like, I, she said she was black. Identified as black, like, who are we to say that she doesn't? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Who are we to say that she isn't? You know, and, I, and she was doing work. She, I mean, regardless of right, she stood tall for the like, culture. Yeah, right. I didn't never understand that whole situation. You know, I I wasn't offended by that. Maybe because I'm a male yeah. looking as at a, as a female. You know, looking at a female in the sense. You know, and we talk about a relationship between black American men and white women. You know, I I don't know. Maybe you know I was biased because that, but I never was offended by that. I, I was almost proud. It's like, damn, she wants to be black. That's rare. That's, the thing too, <laughs> That's like, rare. Right, like if she wants, just like yeah. Hey, who are we to say? It. Who are we to say? And you it's know, like we say we want allies, but then like <laughs> exactly, like, she got shed on the whole time. Like when she came out, but, when they, but that yeah. was a lot of sexism too. You know. I think women, you know, are already more confrontational and combative about that, and. It, and in the black American movement, women are the leaders, you know, so to speak, you know. And look where we at. And look where we are. Oh, yeah, don't say that. <laughs> I mean, hey. but, like, that's hey. just me. Like, as as the males, we have to be able to uh, hold each other accountable. Like, of they, our status in our homes or as far as. Just as, in our community. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is that if, to say that black women are some of the 
the biggest obstacles against black men? Or are they... No, there's a lot that's buying into the uh, so-called white supremacist system and talking points as far as, like, these niggas ain't shit or niggas ain't get no jobs and all this, like... I see a lot of that online. That's what I'm saying. They're almost like the the, 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 the attack dogs of no, white supremacy. There ain't no good niggas out here, blah, blah, and all that. Like, right. But that's not, that's the the loud minority. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, they got a voice, but they're not the majority. Like, there are. But I think when they when it comes to the black culture, a lot of times they're the biggest representation of it. That's what I'm saying. It's, when, a, it's yeah. a loud minority. Yeah. They got, they got the yeah. biggest voice, but they got a small number. So they're going to exactly. seem like the biggest uh, biggest pocket, but that's not the... the you know Even with the, the Kamala the Harris case. thing, it was like, what if it was a, a black male that was picked as vice president? You know, I think it would be... Even th- go, leading into it, they're like... Joe Biden has to have a black female. Yeah, oh, they were saying it the whole time. Yeah, like, I knew she was going to be the nominee. Yeah, hell yeah. They were saying it the whole it was, time. There was a big letter where it was like 100 so-called black leaders signed it, and it was niggas like Charlemagne the God. And right, like a bunch right. Of different celebrities. Quote, unquote, black bourgeoisie. Like, y'all are the black leaders and shit. It was like, all right. Right. One, like, <laughs> I feel like it had to be a black female. You know, it. Well, they basically, like, like I said, they. I feel like they got a wind of it early and knew she was going to be the nominee and just put that out for optics. But yeah. They, they've been saying it for a while, like, especially Charlamagne. He was like, well, he I feel like he needs to have a black uh, vice president, black woman vice president. It's right. Like, Why does it have to be a black woman, you know? But it's weird, you know, you, um, like, like I'm saying, it's like, is that because of us or is it because of them? Is it because white America is more comfortable with a black woman as opposed to a black male? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I, I do think it's because of them. You know what I'm saying? This was this was the comfortable pick for white America, whereas like we're talking about, it, it's like, you know, in the black community, men are almost looked at, especially a straight black man, is almost looked at as a, a cancer almost. Oh, yeah, definitely. You know? And like, like I said, like when you're emotionally, when, when you're able to be Manipulated emotionally, you're able to be controlled. Exactly. Exactly. And we definitely, you know, have more emotion. You know, the black community, especially the American black community, you know, I think that's a lot of reason why we have the problems we have because everything is based on emotion and not just pure tactical advantage sometimes. Yeah. And this is like not to put down my sisters or. No, no, no. It's like y'all are in charge at this moment. I mean. But they've always been in charge. As far as, uh, you know, going back to, the, you know, slavery and all that, it was like it, the, with the mammy complex and, you know, and then, like I said, it, I think it, it just goes back to the fact that it's like we're the only race of men who can't protect our women. You know, it, and it's true. And I think that it's gone on so long that, and you know. also can't hold our women accountable. Because without, we can't protect. But the the, what, it's like the chicken or the egg, though. It's like what happened first, you know, did it get to a point where it was like, how can we hold them accountable? You know, how can we, we say something about them, them if we can't protect them? You know I what I'm saying? That. I feel that. You know, and then, you know, they had to survive on their own. Just like every black person in America, you have to find your own sense of survival, you know. And I think just over generations of that black women, you know, we kind of got left behind. Whereas now we're just baby makers pretty much, you know, at this point. You know, do black women listen to black men? You know, or would they even listen to a black man? You know, I feel like it's a lot of niggas that just be talking too. In the sense of what? Dudes on 
be having no action about them. Like a lot of a lot of times. Right, right. Or is it, is it more it's, so? It goes. It's, the limits it goes back, of our action. What can we do? It goes back to the you know, saying the loud minority. Right. It's, it's what is that word? You keep saying loud minority. What is the loud minority? Just like the the, the, the voices you see are like the people on the internet and shit. Like right, right. The let, voice. Let social media tell it. Black black men and black women hate each other. Right, right. But that's not the case. That's like not I said, the case. It's, just, no. it's a small group that's very that has a big big voice. You know what I'm saying? That's very true. That's very true. I think we still do love each other. I think there's oh, yeah. a, a misunderstanding between the black man and the black woman. And we've talked about that before where it's like, you know, it's almost like you're like, bitch, I'm not broken. She's like, bitch, I'm not a hoe. Yeah. You know, it's almost <laughs> like, you know, we're trying to prove something to each other when we both need each other at the end of the day. But I think we've both been so hurt, you know, both, both on both sides, you know, we both have our own stories of, you know, tragedy and things like that and just letdowns. That we we almost have to get past that before we can ever you know advance get together in advance you know. We need to definitely like understand that uh, a lot of our trauma is shared. Yeah, yeah, it's shared. Right, right, right. It's very true. Very true. Like we're all going through some of the same shit, but we look at it on a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. different perspectives of it. But it's like we all going through stuff, so it's like we. Going back to unity, we'd be better off together. Right, right, and then that's why I think what white people, you know, where there's division, there's opportunity, and that's how they capitalize on that. Yeah, you know, divide and conquer. Divide and conquer. You know, once they destroyed the black home, you know, and told the black woman they don't need us, and then the black woman started to believe that. You know, mm-hmm. so it's you know, it's a it's a complicated situation. But it I was do like through the rise of like the feminist movement, it was like you don't need a man, you don't need a man. Right. Like, then you start getting attacked or, or like the sexual harassments and all that and when misconduct it, and it's like what where are men at? And he was like, You didn't need a man. Right, right. We don't even know how he to in the step prison. into like, that role. Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? You can't have it both ways. Yeah, that's very true, you know. Like I said, uh it's complex, you know, especially me, you know, I have a mixed child. So from black women, I've always caught flack about that. You know, oh, you you like these white women or whatever. And it, it's never been affected. I particularly like white women. I've always liked everything other than black women. You know, and even in the black community, you know, we've always been taught that if you can get something different, you know, uh, this or that kind of chick or, you know, uh, European or whatever, you know, we've always been taught that that was the social state. If you can get an other, you know what I'm saying? The foreign, you know. Cause I get that all the time, you know. People like, oh, you pro black and all this shit, but you don't fuck with a black chick. And it's like that is true, you know. <laughs> Who I choose to procreate with is my choice. I do feel like that doesn't, you know. what I'm saying that's not any kind of indication of what I feel about black women. My mama's black, my sister's yeah. black. You know, I'm always gonna be for black people, but that doesn't mean I have to date a black woman, you know. But they tend to look at it more so like that, you know. It, I've thought about it too Sometimes is it a subconscious thing with us Cause I mean your your wife isn't black You yeah. know what I mean But it's like I mean you gravitate to who you gravitate to It's like Just like with the vice president thing I'm not gonna go out and say like I had to marry a black woman Like Yeah to, cool? to prove my blackness I never felt like that You know It's like who are you to, to uh, You know Say what I do for black people Or how I feel about black people Cause I mean I'm, I'm me at the end of the day My offspring is gonna be Me at the end of the day Like Well he's gonna be himself 
you know, you don't know how he's going to identify himself. You know, you'd like to think that they'll identify as black, but, you know, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? It's like with my child, you know, even her, you know, I've asked her before and it's like, and she's like, well, I feel like I'm mixed. Because it's like when we was talking to Petty, it's black people who tend to let you know that you aren't black the most. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's the others, it's white folks who going to let you know you black. Black folks going, you know, is going to be the one to question it. So, you know, like I said, it's been black women who's always questioned me the most. Like, oh, you don't mess with black women. And it's like, really, I mess with everybody. I've been with my girlfriend for nine years. So, yeah. you know, but I, you know, but that's what I remember talking to a black chick about that. And it's like, how would you feel if every other race of woman in the world wanted you? You know, they see something in black men that sometimes I don't think black women see in black men, you know. So, you know, I kind of, I'm not saying I blame them entirely for that, but it's, it's, it's like, hey, step your game up, like, you know. But they're the ones, like I said, who take offense to it. I've, you know, I've always been attracted to black women, I've, but I've not always felt that black women were attracted to me. You know what I'm saying? Especially as you, when you're yeah. younger, you know what I mean. Especially like younger, yeah. Yeah, especially when it's really <coughs> younger. You know what I'm saying? When that shit, if you ain't into the quote unquote black shit or whatever, right? Just, or you, you know, have a car. <laughs> yeah, I mean, especially if it's financial related. You know, younger black women tend to like older black men. You know, in my situation, anyway, I can't tell anybody for their situation. And then it was like, to me, white girls were more open, you know what I'm saying? They didn't t- per se have that chip on the shoulder so much as black women. Because black women do can come off as angry sometimes. You know? It, and I, I think it might even start with our mothers. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, my mom always seemed like an angry person. You know what I mean? And that's... Uh, we talked about that, too. Is like... We don't... A lot of times talk about, like, the relationship between us the and The black mother mothers, and the black son. Or the black mother. Just... The black child, yeah. in general, like right, right. Uh, speaking on uh, Z, one time, like she posed a question: uh, "What's what's more detrimental to like a, a child is like a toxic mother or an absent father?" And it was like, "Hmm, that's a good question. That's a, a very a lot good of people question. were saying toxic mother, but I was like, really, it could be just as just as uh, detrimental both sides. But if you got to pick one or the other, I would say it's the black mother." Uh, we were just talking about, uh, you know, last week we had the episode on Duck and everything. We were talking about Duck, you know, before we started recording. And I was saying uh, there was a statement, you know, his mother came out and was like, you know, blah, blah. He was a good person, all that. And the dude who made the video was talking about how sometimes, how for his mother to say that, you know, it was like, look at the things she looked over yeah. and not telling the truth. And don't get me wrong, you know, her child was killed, so it doesn't matter what he was into, but it was like, you know, sometimes black women accept the most. And I hate to say it, as far as... Everything like that's who that's... Yeah, I, they do. That's how they, I mean, and not to belittle my gay brothers and sisters out here, but it's like that's how that shit got into the community as far as being so open and right. pushed out there like that. Like, Well, I, I wouldn't say that because I don't think a mother's supposed to... to you know, I don't, you, not, not you're a mother and you have a gay son. I don't see her pushing away. I'm just saying, like, the women in general brought that into the community as far as, like, the gay besties and all that. And, like, the. And I guess it's because, like, that's who the, a gay dude will relate more to is the woman or whatever. But 
I don't know. I feel like that was like the entry point. As far as since since like just bringing it into the like, they the were the ones point. who made it okay. Yeah, except for, for that. And, well, I I don't know if it was it's like a chicken and everything. Was it that or was it just the fact that there was so many? You know, how are you gonna you know push away your brother? How are you gonna push away your son? You know what I'm saying? You know, and even with that, uh, it's funny. You know, we talked about like how with gay with gay white dudes, it's like the central ones act like black women, yeah. kind of. You know, with even the, the lingo the dude, and all that. Like the, a lot of dudes, like, they end up acting like a black woman. Like a lot of gays in general, it seems like they're trying to uh, mimic the black woman. Right, right. So it's it's a you know like to me like I said it's a chicken and the egg question, and I do think as far as you know, as the black nation of America, you know, as far as, you know, going forward, we do have to have a, a, a come to Jesus talk, so so to speak, with black women. Because, you know, it's never a problem to something big happens. You know, and that's what we was talking about with the duck shit. Like, you know, I'm not saying, I don't know the relationship between him and his mom, but it was like, was she complying in whatever he was doing before while he was alive? Somewhat, like... Somewhat, yeah. you know... <laughs> And that's what I'm saying. Black women, in my experience, even though they put the facade of they don't take no shit, it's like a lot of times they do take the most shit. Yeah. You know, they do. You know, and that's just my opinion. You know what I'm saying? As far as from their men and what the standards should be or how, you know, we're held accountable to certain things, you know. And a lot of times I feel like it's... They don't accept us for who we are. Their perception of a man is from what they believe a man should be sometimes. Instead, it seems like what everybody else, though, is like a man is who he is and a woman has to accept that. Whereas yeah. black women, we're the, we're the only race of people I see is like where the woman tells a man what he should be. And I think that's because we do come from so many single mothers. Yeah. And it's like, you know, even with myself, you know, it's like, you know, my mom raised me to be a man. And that, that's kind of her a twi- idea of a man. Yeah, her idea of a man. Yeah, exactly. And that's what, like I said, like the women are in charge of our community now. Just it's been like that for years. Yeah, just, like I said, we have so many financially, economically, school wise, all yeah. that. They, they're, they're the highest educated, highest earning as far as jobs in our community. So it's like it's going to create a situation. As of, the leader of the community, if you're in this leadership role, it, like you have to be able to have criticism from. The other people in your ranks but that is to say though like they're the only ones who didn't pick that role you know they didn't ask to be the leaders it was just forced upon them For, so, but then you have to sit back and ask yourself why I mean you know reason, that, it, it was you go reason, anywhere with that yeah right because the reason is that, you know what I'm saying the male was removed from the household or the, the, the father was removed out of the household that we've been the most oppressed you know, black men, particularly straight black men, are some of the most oppressed men on the world. Like, you know, like I said, uh, I, I, you know, I, I don't know. You know, it's I mean, there's uh, more black men in America locked up than there are women in the world. Exactly, exactly. You know, so that's even to like as a father. You know, I think about that. It's like, would I want my daughter to be with a black man? And it's like logistics wise, it's like. It would be better for her to be with somebody, you know, she's more likely to be married or more likely to be financially secure. But as a black man, it's like, you know, is that to say I hate myself? You know what I'm saying? You know, it's like, nah, you know what I mean? Of course I wanted her to be with a black man. 
you know, I'm a black man. So, like I said, I think it's a very complicated situation. It just goes back to our, you know, beginnings in America. And I think it's, uh, like I said, I think it's something that, you know, when we talk about Black Lives Matter and all that shit, it's like, it's something that before we talk about, you know, ending violence and all that shit, it's like we got to get to the root of this problem. And it, yeah. it starts with us, you know, black men and black women. And we have to have that uncomfortable conversation, you know, and nobody wants to yield. <laughs> no. Thing too is like, nobody wants to yield. Nobody wants to, you know. We need to, re- like I said, we need to realize like we all have trauma, we all have hurt and anger in that the was past. perpetuated on us by somebody other than us. Yeah, that's all I was about to say. I was like, yeah. it's not. We all have one common enemy, so to speak. Yeah, it's not against each other. It's not. We shouldn't be against each other at least. So that's why, I like, I keep pressing the unity in this, in this episode. It's like that's yeah. our biggest thing. Yeah, you know, that's it the sounds thing. so simple. It's like, oh, unity. I say no, but for real, like that's like our biggest issue uh, on the economic level, uh, I'm gonna say finan- financial level, uh, spiritual level, just identity in general. Like, like who are we? Who agreeing on who we are, right? And what makes us? But like I said, it, it's weird though. It's often black people is the biggest judger of black people as far as you're not black when it's really. I always say it's like. You know what color you are when you get pulled over. Yeah, you're not black. You know, or you're not black enough. Right, right. You know, you're not. You're either too black or not black enough. You know, it's it's not a question of us. You know what I'm saying? I think that's one of the biggest uniters of black people. Is like when we do deal with other races, we see is like, oh, you're black. You yeah. know, and that's what I tell my daughter sometimes when she's like, oh no, I see myself as mixed and all that. And it's like you're gonna see. You, you know, as position. you get older, you know, when you're young, it might be black people telling you you're not black enough. And when you get older, it's going to be white folks who are going to let you know you're not white enough, you know. And I think sometimes, you know, when I see like black Republicans, you know, someone like Herman Cain, rest in peace, or, you know, it's those black people that are trying to appeal to white people and be like, I'm not a nigga. But they end up with the same results as, you know, the nigga in prison. Yeah. You know, they treat you just the same, no matter what you think. You know how far away you are from black people. I'm not like them. It's like they gonna let you know. You know. So even like when uh, like getting into like the more sciences and all that, and, like the studies with that, it's like yeah, I know who I am. Or, yeah, I uh, affirm who I am. But at the same time, it's like I know who I'm seen as in society, and I know how I'm portrayed in society and looked at. Right. So it's like. I've only got a certain amount of convincing I can do in different situations. Otherwise, I'm just a nigga out here. Exactly. Right. And that's right. what we like. Once we all get on that same page as far as that, and then... But do you think it's it's sometimes, especially, you know, uh, the relationship between blacks and religion, sometimes I feel like that can be the biggest divider as far as uh, just black folks, you know what I'm saying? Our, our, our relationship with Christianity... And you know, primarily, you know, and I would say it's even all religions. You know what I'm saying? You know, because just like the nation of Islam, they're not recognized by what we would call true Islam. You know, and black folks in religion. You know, as far as our relationship with God and how we was taught and how, or more so, how it was forced upon us. You know, I think that's one of the biggest problems we have. It's like we have that that complicated relationship uh, I feel like definitely like religion is one of those issues that um, 
helps divide us. It does. I feel like in the black community, bring us together. Yeah, it divides more black folks than anything. Even though it's been one of our biggest tools for our survivors, especially even, for our ancestors. Even when I started studying Islam, like my family is, you know, what I'm saying most of them are Baptists, you know, what I'm saying Southern Baptists and shit. So it was a huge thing, and I was like, "Oh, you yeah. Muslim now?" And all this shit was like, right, right. I mean, first it was like, "Nah, nah," and then it was like. I mean, yeah, fuck it. Like, yeah, I right, right. Down and it's like, I mean, by the pure definition of the word, the word Muslim means one who submits to God. But like, I think that they didn't mean like, because they don't even think of it as because they don't. It's a cultural thing. With yeah, them. they just think the air. Yeah, that's, that's what they're yeah. thinking. They're like, oh, you yeah, Arab? right, right. You know, it's like no, but it's also it's like they only uh, knowledge of Islam that most people have. Is either the Arabs or the Nation of Islam. They exactly. know Malcolm X and they know the terrorists. Exactly, right, right. And it's almost frowned upon to look at it yeah. in any kind of other religion in the black community. You know, I grew up in a religious household and it's like, I, I would never deny, like, I always say to myself, it's like, you know, I believe in God, you know, as far as, you know, there's one God for everybody. As far as the Jesus story, I believe. I don't believe in Jesus in the sense that he was a real person, but I do understand the the story of Jesus, like the parable. It's like I understand what they was trying to say about that. But I do realize culturally I'm a Christian because, you know, all religions, you know, there's there's the, the X's and O's of it, and then it's like the culture. You know, I've known Jewish people that sin just like everybody else, but it's like culturally they're, they're Jewish. You yeah. know what I'm saying? That's like I say about myself. It's like culturally... A lot of my habits and, you know, some of my beliefs and all that, it's like it's based on Southern black Christianity. And I I, I got to distinguish that, too, because it's like Southern black Christianity. You yeah, know? it's a difference. It's a difference. You know, it's a culture more so than a religion. It's a, it's a lifestyle, you know what I'm saying? And it's like I would never deny the religion of my forefathers. But like I said, am I, when I look at myself, it's like, are you a Christian, blah, 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 like that? And it's like, well... Yeah, I can see how people can look at me like that, but I don't. I don't want to typecast myself. It's like you know, hey, I, I just believe in God, man. I believe in you know, one guy for everybody who wants everybody to do better, and you know, and I do believe that you know there is a higher power that guides our life as far as right and wrong. But you know, T.D. Jakes type Christian, like no, nah, I don't. I don't agree with that gospel uh, prosperity gospel Christianity yeah. like and stuff like that it's like no I don't believe in that even though like I said I understand that's a part of me I grew up with that kind of teaching you know and like I said I would never I, that was the thing like you know I don't look at myself as anything like I said it's like I'm just a follower of God I wouldn't cause that was my thing about like Islam and stuff when I started learning about that it was like I wasn't a super religious Christian so I'm not gonna be a super <laughs> religious Muslim like nah you know Hey, you know what I'm saying? If you like it, I love it. But I do think it's important for us to learn, too. Yeah, and definitely. I think it's important for black people to understand there are different choices out here. And especially, like, if you say you are something or if you claim to be something, like, it's like, learn yeah. the literature. Yeah, like, learn the literature. Learn what it's about. It's like, you we're know? Talking, like, with voting. It's like, learn about your candidates. Learn about the Democratic Party. Learn about the Republican Party. Yeah, why, like, why are we? And why do you believe in that? And, you know, we talk about stuff like that. It's like, I don't see myself as a as a Democrat, even though I've always only voted Democrat, but, you know, I look at myself as an American. You know, I'm going to vote for yeah. whoever is has our interests, you know, seems to have our interests at heart, you know. 
and like I said, I think we a lot of times, you know, especially with black folks, we get caught up in labels mm-hmm. a lot of times, you know. Oh, they're uh, label symbolism and emotions. Right. Like, they're militant, or they're you know what I'm saying, or they're gangster, or they're. They can throw a label on a, on on a candidate or somebody, and when some mainstream throws a label on them, it's like, all right, we're wrong with that label. Like, yeah, right, right. Malcolm X was labeled as a militant, so like the the uh, people in the '60s didn't really fly towards the Muslim movement. Like, right, like because it was looked at as militant, right? Or even now, like I said, you know, I look at you know. Christianity now, black Southern black Christianity now, as far as like, you know, the prosperity gospel and stuff like that, and it's like I said, it's more of a label, you know, because you know I look at my mom, and my sister, and it's like they ain't rich, you know, yeah. <laughs> so, so like, what do y'all got to do with that movement? You know what I'm saying? But like I said, I don't knock the ancestors for uh, adopting the religion because I feel like it was all a survival tool. You know, and I think a, a a lot of black religion was that. You know, it was you know with the nation of Islam and all, it was a survival tool for black people. But as we you know learned more about it as time went on, we understood it was just like you know them niggas is just like everybody else. You know what I'm saying? We're all just black people. Yeah. You know, that's the thing that turned me off about religion because, like you said, it it it's, as in my experience, it seems to divide families even more so families that were already divided you know and even in my own personal family like I said I see it as a, as a divide more so than anything because like you said you know black folks is anything we don't understand we tend to not like as opposed yeah. to have an interest in like hell well let me understand this you know it's even like, if, nah fuck that shit nah fuck that shit you know what off I'm saying the rip. off the rip you know even with other people you know we'll let that divide us amongst other black people it's like ah oh, nah they ain't like us it's like, how ain't they like us? You know, when you swinging from a tree, it don't matter what you are. You know, and I don't think we look at it like that. Exactly, because they was lynching Christians, Muslims, you know what I'm saying, NOI. Yeah, like, anybody. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, they were the ones who determined whether you was black or not. It didn't matter if you was black Christian or black Islam or black Jew, you know. Um, I see a lot of the movements now, you know, like we see the black Israelite movement or you know, even the more stuff. Talking to my pops about the like the Hebrew Israelites and stuff, and yeah, <laughs> I mean, even though that's that's a weird kind of moving to me because it's like we've always been taught that we were the lost tribe. Yeah, you know, even in Christianity, you know, we've always taught we was God's special chosen people. You know, and that's a, I don't, you know, that's a particular thing to be told that you know that somehow you are divine by nature. You know what I mean? What do you mean? That's why, like, I feel like a lot of people are not encouraged to read the scriptures because it's like we're just told to listen to what the preacher says or listen to what the pastor says and just take it as face value. Well, maybe it started because when that thing started, we couldn't read. Yeah. It was the pastor who was the only one who could read, read, you know. That's what I'm saying, the manipulation in it. Yeah, but I can see that, you know, a lot of times we're not told to, we're not encouraged to. Just, Look just, at the man across the river. I said, "Listen to how it sounds. Listen to how it feels. Uh, it feels good because I you hear people go to church. Oh, it made me feel good today. It's right? Like, I mean, even my own family. Damn, it's like a morality car wash. Like, what, what, what was he talking about? I don't know, but it, it felt good. You see, it's the sound. Well, they was talking about Jesus, and you know, and that's what it a lot of times come to. You know, it was Jesus, and we need to submit more. You know, but uh, you know, modern Christianity now, like I said, uh, 
you know, you see your T.D. Jakes and people like that and Bishop Walkers and things like that. And I do think it's a, like when we was talking about the system of there's not the, the man and black woman relationship, it's like they're almost looked at as like, you know, the head of the males almost. You know, I know women who, you know, love Bishop Walker more than their own sons or their own husbands. You know, he's the model black male. And it's like the dudes aren't saying that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? It's the women. You know, the dudes, you know, I know who he is. He's a good dude, but it's like I don't look at him as a leader. You know, it's women. You know what I'm saying? And I think it's not necessarily just a, a, a spiritual thing with them, but it's a just a natural sex thing. It's like, you know, of course they're going to be attracted to him. You know what I'm saying? As opposed to the, the deacon. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I, I just oh, think, sure, you know, that with black religion, I, I do think it, it's served a good purpose in as far as our you know our history in black America but I do think it's kind of outdated and now it's at the point I don't even feel like that I just feel like like I said we're just a lot of aspects in life we're just not educated we're I mean that's the word nigga is ignorant like we're ignorant in a lot of shit even in as far as Christianity yeah, because like I said, like the average person does, hasn't read the Bible, hasn't read the Old or New Testament. Or understand like, the purpose of the Catholic Church. Yeah. Or the or, purpose of Martin Luther. You know, why why are we considered Protestant and yeah, understanding like that like whole that, division? Like, you know, division between like the Protestants and the, you know what I'm saying, the Catholicism, Catholic Church and then right. the Orthodox Church. You know, like, I've even heard my own family, you know, at times be like, oh, that's the Pope and they think he's super holy. And I'm like, do you even know what that represents? Yeah. You know, that's, <laughs> yeah, it's like that's the total opposite of what, you know, because Southern, you know, if you're Baptist then you're Protestant and it's like even like I said understanding that division it was like there was the Catholic Church and then it was that church and there's a reason why you know and you got Methodists and you got Pentecostals and you got right right like, right you know and that was even you know just divisions from that you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying and we look at you know it's like you said just it, the, that ignorance of it you know but like I said uh, getting to study in the Quran and stuff that actually like led me to Go back into the New Testament and you know what I'm saying, uh, see what they're talking about and like, actually like, reading to Jesus because uh, a lot of people don't know like Jesus is mentioned more in the Quran than Muhammad. Muhammad yeah, mentioned yeah, like yeah. seven times. Like I don't know the exact number, but it's uh, just a handful of times. But Jesus is mentioned over and over, and it's like just with that repetition, it's like all right, let me go back and see what he was saying or the people around him was saying. So like I said, it was just a. Like a reference, just uh, it, it just piqued your interest even into this religion period. Yeah, like I said, yeah, like right. Islam, it got me further into Christianity. Right, right, right. And I guess that's, you know, like I said, just the study of religion period. You know, what I'm saying, like I said, I always feel like that was not encouraged when I was coming up. It was just yeah, like it was just you like, know. Even learn John three sixteen and right. learn the Lord's prayer or well, you know what about the story of Exodus and Moses? Yeah, and, you it was know, like little stories and shit here and there, but it wasn't like as far as how is, really, how does this relate to our everyday lives and where do we stand within this? You know, and how do we justify the racism that's in religion a lot of times and especially in the South? You know, and it goes back to being ignorant. It's like they right. were able to use certain quotes and certain pieces. Rather than using everything in its totality and like just going back with like sound bites and stuff, it's the same thing. Like it's the same methods over and over that they've been using on us for years. Well, I do think because you know when we look at uh, uh, the the black church from the standpoint of slavery, 
you know, it was bigger than just religion with us. You know, it that was, was like a, the only gathering. It was, was the only it was gathering. It was a, a system of, you know, it was an underground system from the, like the Underground Railroad. You know what I'm saying? And it was, like you said, it was a meeting place. And it was one of the few things that we was allowed to read or allowed to understand. You know, we didn't have time to understand mathematics. It was definitely or, a different context. Even like, like soul food. Soul food had a different purpose back then. It was purely survival. But yeah, now right, it's like right. we don't need that shit no more. It's like we shouldn't eat that bullshit. Like right. we see with all our health conditions. There's a reason that heart disease is her, quote unquote hereditary in black families. It's like, no. Yeah, yeah. These recipes is hereditary. But I will say, you know, it, it is the black religion with Christianity. A lot of times that's what held us together. Yeah, that's what as I'm far like, as just being in, uh, identifying as a group, you know, you look at the AME church and things like that. It was like it was kind of the glue that kept us together, and it was the family besides we, our own broken families. Because regardless what you had like going on on Sundays, y'all came together, right? And the, the community came together, and right? Church and together. it was a family besides your own family. Even when I was growing up in church, you know, your church family was a family besides your own family, yeah. and it was actually an ex- extension of your family. Definitely, like, uh, growing up, seeing the, uh, like, my, my pops being in the church, like, seeing the actual, like, shift in, like, the prosperity gospels and all that. And was he a, you know, what kind of minister was he? He was uh, in the Baptist church. Like, it was it was a smaller church, though, but, uh, yeah, coming up, he was just, you know what I'm saying, bas- uh, Baptist Traditional deacon. Baptist yeah. teachings, you know. Uh, you know, was it forced upon y'all more so, or was it just all y'all knew, you know? No, I wouldn't, uh, I mean, it wouldn't really know other options, but it wasn't, like, forced upon us. Like, we wasn't, like, forced to go to church every Sunday and shit. And even when he was, uh, I mean, we went a lot of times, but, like, I got about, like, 11, 12, and he was like, if you want to go, you can go. If not, see, what us, at the same it was... time, it was like, he, uh, he always put it into us, like, hey, you know what I'm saying, read for yourselves. I ain't just going to tell you part of the story. We're going to read this whole chapter. We're going to go into context of what this means right. or whatever. So it was like, I was given a good blueprint. I right, say. right, like, I right. Given, I wasn't given the average blueprint as far as like religion and even just free thinking. Like, I remember I got in trouble in like third, fourth grade for not standing up for the Pledge of Allegiance because I just thought that shit sounded funny. I was like, yeah, right, right. Fucking Pledge of Allegiance. And then I think just as your friend, I think rebellion is in your nature. Yeah, I'm You're just <laughs> rebellious. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just, you know. Um, like for me more so it's like like I said because I was raised predominantly by uh, women the only father I really knew was my granddad and he died when I was six so to me religion was a woman thing like yeah. I said you know the males in the family predominantly mostly didn't go to church you know so you know church wasn't an option when I grew up you know when my mom I remember when she rededicated her life to Christ when she was you know in her late 30s you know, it was almost like we did it, you know what I'm saying? That's when <laughs> we still had to go to church. And that was, you know, so it was always God through a feminine aspect, which was more emotional. You know, God was almost a physical thing, you know, to them. Shouting. You, shouting in the, you know, the that. hooping and the hollering and the crying and all that, you know. And uh, even the expectation for a man, you know, what was called a, a godly man was through a, a, a feminine point of view, you know what I'm saying? So, like I said, I, I, as I grew older, when I was younger, you know, yeah, I even see this with my child. It's like I rejected the church. I was like, I don't believe in God. I don't like this. And it, But it really was like I didn't like my example yeah. of how I was shown, you know what I'm saying? But then as I got older, you know, I would understand it. But even now, you know, talking to my mother now, sometimes it's like, 
you know, her religion, her view of Christianity and my view of Christianity is different. But sometimes I think she doesn't understand how, you know, it affected me too. You know, I still, you know, have those morals and those principles embedded in me. But as far as the tradition, it's like, I'm not with it. You know, I don't care about Easter. I don't care about Christmas. You know what I'm saying? You know, that was, you know, that was the, the... Oh, it was just tradition. That was more and tradition, tradition and, than uh, and dogma. Like, yeah, like, dogma is what. That's what. Uh, cause I've never really joined an organization or joined a church or been in no temple or anything. But it's like I always just had that fellowship with with God and myself. It's like right, right. You know what I'm saying if you have a sincere heart and a sincere quest for knowledge and you know what I'm saying truth, once you open them books, it's gonna. I'm saying it's gonna it's gonna reveal itself, itself to you. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So that's just where I because people are always like, oh, what mosque do you go to? Or you know what I'm saying blah blah blah. I was like, man, I never step foot into a mosque. Mm-hmm. Like, and it's like I actually I went to the, the one out north on Beaver Canyon. You know what I'm saying, shout out to the brothers out there. But uh, it wasn't during the service, but, right? Yeah, I've never I've never stepped. Into but that's what I'm saying. It was like I wasn't a super devout Christian. So even if I switched out to, you know, quote unquote, made my main religion Islam, it's like I wouldn't be a super devout Muslim. You know. Because, like I said, and as I've gotten older, I've shied away from more religion, more so yeah. the organization, organizations of religion, you know. Uh, you know, I, I just, to me, that's not important, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's you like, know, just the oneness in your relationship with God. God, like, right. Yeah, we fellowship. Like, I mean, this podcast is basically... Fellowship, fellowship, we fellowship, like, you know what I'm saying? What we do is like... Right, right. So Make time for your, the people you and, care about. And having these discussions, like... Yeah, yeah. Having discussions about God, or your beliefs in God, or how God has helped you in your life. And that's that's what religion should be. Like, that's at least how I feel. Or like, even being able, just like, like to you as a friend, being able to witness how God has affected your life and just vice versa. Yeah. You know, you see the changes in people. And that's as the you thing. It's like, you're supposed to be an yeah. example Right, right. God is walking. And that's what Jesus was. He was like the example of like the highest that humans can ex- uh, ascend to. It's right. Like you, can, you can be that perfect man if you attain that to be, live a perfect life. And, and that, you know, that's a story as old as people, you know. And yeah. I think that's one it's of the, the things reason that that, that story is always down. Yeah, it's, right. It's in different countries. Through different, different religions. And I think sometimes black folks get so hung up on it. You know, I've. You know, I've had points where I've tried to talk to, like, someone, just as my mom example, it's like, hey, you know about Horace and things like that? And it's like, no. Yeah. You know, even though my mom is pro-black, it's black Jesus, black yeah, Santa like, Claus. You know, it's the same exact right. story. It was like, it's literally yeah. translated. Right. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> like, literally. You know, word, literally. word for word. You know, or you can even look at astrology and see, you know, yeah. it's like the 12 disciples and things like that. But it's like, they're like, no, Jesus is king and, you know... And it's like, but they're pro-black. And, you know, when we talk about our relationship with uh, black women, I think that's one of the turns, too, for black the black woman and the black man. You know, they would take this white idol and make him king. When it's like, you know, when we're always told, it's like, we're kings and queens and all that. And I've always, you know, that's always been like a hypocrisy with me and my family. It's like, y'all, you know, it's like, y'all always like, oh, we're kings and queens and black, blah, blah, blah. But it's like, Y'all believe in a white God. Yeah. I, you, you can't, you know, I just could never understand that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, y'all defend him. You know what <laughs> I mean? It's like, no, Jesus died on the cross, and that is what it is. And it's like, well, what about these people who said this, or what about this and this? And it's like, no, that's blasphemy. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? And it's like, nah, man, you know. Even the fact that you're even worshiping a picture. 
Like, <laughs> in a sense, they do. You know, I wouldn't say. Well, I guess. Yeah, I can say that. I can say that the image of white Jesus, you know, Obama, white Jesus, JFK, and Abraham Lincoln. You know, it's almost like the same person. You're supposed to make no likeness. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> I think that's part of the, like I said, I think that's some of the rift between black men and black women is religion yeah, a lot definitely. of times. You know what I'm saying? It goes into emotion and logic. Yeah. It's like that's usually the, the arguments between men and women. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, this the biggest divide. Like, it's like, I feel this. And we're like, I think this. Exactly. Like, that's just where it is. It's like, exactly. Yeah. You know, I think that's what, you know, like you said, we was raised by black mothers. That's one of the things that I identify black women with was that you know that submission of you know it's like they told us this you know they they we didn't make the we didn't believe this in Africa we don't know what we believe but we didn't yeah. believe this and this religion was part of our submission mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying and that's why the white folks connected with the black women first because they was one of the first ones to believe it even though they was you know quote unquote the, the uh, witches and things like that yeah. you know it's like, nah, you know what I'm saying? I think that's what, uh, like I said, is one of the bigger divides, man. I just, you know. We're just out of the emotion. Like, in, in slavery, uh, mm. the, they gravitated toward the black woman because the black woman was going to teach the child. Exactly, exactly. So, in order to protect her child, she was going to teach that child to be submissive. Right, right. And so religion was they, part of they that. They didn't have to beat that child. So exactly. She was like, I don't want my child to be beaten like my husband was. They just killed that nigga. Well, it's, yeah, yeah. I can so definitely like, see like that. Like I said, it's all survival, but... At a certain time, it's like we gotta. That's why I said we gotta get back to our history and know where we've come from. So it's like that survival, those survival tactics. Like we're not trying to survive no more. We're well, yeah, right. And then too, it's like we do, well, we do have survival tactics now, like how we deal with the police. But it's different. Things change. Yeah. You know, the, there's the, different tactics for different problems. Doing you know? the same thing over and over and expecting different results is insanity. It's like, and we're walking around like, like look how we are as a community. Like we're insane. Like, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. PTSD amongst black people. You know, we we are. You know, we are. You know what I'm saying? You know, we, we've dealt with some things that people can't even understand. That's what was the biggest thing when they was talking about police brutality. And, you know, now it's just this awakening amongst black, white people where they're like, damn, this is happening. And it's like, yes. imagine, we've been dealing with this for, <laughs> you know, <laughs> decades. Yeah, decades, you know. <laughs> You know, that's the thing when I see, you know, when they talk about, like, white people in Portland and stuff like that and the the Antifa and, you know, the feds coming yeah. after them and stuff. And it's like, oh, the feds are coming after y'all? They oh. just snatch you up without reading your eyes. Oh, just, oh, <laughs> yeah. Snatch you up. Oh, that right? really does happen, doesn't it? Now it's like, oh, you know, they're locking you up without saying, you, you know, without telling you what crime you committed. And it's like, oh, now you see, you know what I'm saying? You know, like we said, the world is on welfare now, you know. But uh, I remember one time uh, Cousin Travis explained that. He was like, black people are almost like the testers yeah, for society's uh, experiments. You know what I'm saying? Even whether it be slavery or, or what well, I'll say, chattel slavery or the that's, economic testers. Or, that shows you what it chosen. Do you think that it's like that's why they, you think, you know. Regardless, like, whether it's negative, whether it's positive. Everybody looks to us as far as to be that beacon, like you said, with the testers, whether it be whether uh, it's style, music, fat, you know what I'm saying, fashion, food, oppression, uh, everything. Like, we are the you know, what I'm saying, the bar, right? Right, in fact, in, in a way, it shows our divinity. 
That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, the chosen people is like to, to even be going through these trials and tribulations as a community. Like, it just shows. You know, we've experienced things that the world had never seen before. Like, we, when we talk about chattel slavery and things like that, it's like, why would they go so far? You know, even with religion, it's like, I'm sure they religiously oppress everybody, but it's like, God, why would it go so far with us? You know, why is it to so- only practice one religion? It's like, cause yeah, other places they're not they're not to keep their, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. rituals and dress and all that, it's right? Like, nah, we, culture, we had to change our whole culture, we our, had our history, our language, our names, right? Right, everything was taken away from us, our complete identity was taken away because they knew we were so powerful that all. All aspects of what was good about us had to be wiped clean. Even the fact that we've survived through all this, yeah, and we're yeah, still here, thriving. Very true. <laughs> not just here, not but just thriving. you know, saying scraping along, but thriving. Yeah, it's very like true. One point seven billion dollars in spending power in America. Right, we're a nation within a nation that's been able to survive this. You know, like you know, just like you said, man. Just you know, with some of the things you know, when we talk about this Tuskegee and. You know, some of the things they've done to us is just like, my God, you know, what keeps us going? But there's going to be residual effects from that. And I think that's some of the bad things that people see about black people. And that's some, you know, sometimes I think black people feel like we can't be held accountable for anything. You know, when we talk about black on black crime, like we were talking about uh, last week, you know, even that, you know, that's what I was saying about Ducko's mom. Sometimes it's like, sometimes it's like, we, we give a pass to things because we've been through so much but it was like like his mom was like damn what you gotta look at this though you know how we're held accountable even like I said like in the beginning it was like we unity and holding ourselves accountable right stop pointing the fingers at all these outside uh, forces and outside forces magical forces but that's what I say it's the man it's the system right they are the Illuminati and all this shit and it's like stop giving them motherfuckers so much power it's like yeah you can't have it two ways it's either they or it's Us. we it's like yeah. alright either we kings and we gods and all that and kings and queens and all that shit or either we just workers for these motherfuckers and right and we they're, and they're manipulating us alright all right, if the man has the power if the system has all this power alright or do we have the power or like you said it's even like, with the manipulation it's like we allow those strings to be pulled yeah you know when they pit black folks against each other you know what I'm saying but like we was talking about religion I, I feel like that's some of the tools they use they do have powerful tools whether it be the educational system the justice system they're big, you know the biggest tool that you know what I'm saying they have is our ignorance we don't we choose and our willful ignorance we choose not to learn we choose not to study we choose not to know right we choose to shoot another brother you know what I'm saying that's a choice you know gang violence or Drugs or whatever it might be, you know, that's a choice that we make, and you know, I, like I do be, think be limited choices sometimes, but it's a choice nonetheless. But for our own self destruction, it's like I can understand, you know, when black people put in poverty, some of the, the the ills that affect us, but we don't have to always choose self destruction. Yeah, you know, some of the things is just like Jesus Christ. You know, when we was talking about the duck thing, it's like Jesus Christ, y'all. How, how long? A lot of times the hard choice is the best choice. It is. Like sometimes well, yeah. you got to make that hard choice and be like, all right, this may not be easy. This may not be the easy road, but at the end of the day, I may turn out the best. Exactly. Well, or what's best we for need, the group? We need to have, start having foresight. Start being so uh, short-minded in our thoughts and thinking. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think there is a consciousness amongst 
black people, we have so much to overcome that sometimes it's like, God damn, you know, I can't get mad at everybody for not being able to climb the mountain. Yeah, I mean, everybody's you know, endurance levels and they're right, right. not awakening at the same time or they're not getting the knowledge at the same time. But it's At what like, point do you break? And it's like we have to be so strong sometimes. The people it's that like, are strong are going to have to climb. That's, that's just really what it is. It's like, yeah, yeah. Because soon people are going to be like, oh, this nigga's climbing the mountain. Cause so, much more climb is ex- the mountain. so much more is expected of us. You know what I'm saying? You know, so much more is expected. And it's, like I said, you know, it's just that. You know, for every mile the other person has to run, it's like we have to run five just to get to that same point. Yeah, because we're starting to not to make an excuse you have what I'm saying not to make an excuse for black folks but you know and like we just said it's like hey this is just what it is you know what I'm saying we have the power to determine that race though we can make it easier for the ones we always hear though we always hear the terms in our community stay in your lane exactly right right we do hear that a lot stay in your lane even if we are starting behind right run your race right uh, yeah, you know yeah, that is true. You know, how about you? How about we try for personal best before we try for world records? Exactly, exactly. And that's that's how we usually train in like track and cross country. You got to break your personal best before you can break a world record. Right, if right. Your personal best is five minutes for a mile. You need to get your mile under five minutes. Exactly. Then you can worry about breaking that four minute mile. Right, or even being on a team. Yeah, you know? so it's like. We want to skip the baby steps and just get to straight to revolution. It's like, no, nah, we need to get to the foundation, and you know what I'm saying, and not to, and you know, you never want to come up as preachy. It's like, you know, we need to, yeah. and all that. No, it's not being preachy, like you know, because well, I'm, you know, we're all part of it. Yeah, that's what I'm like. You know that's, what I'm that's why I always say we. I'm not saying like. Yeah, you know, y'all need to, people, like, you know, we need to. You know what I'm saying, really look inside ourselves, know who we are. You know what I'm saying, and start. Really having that thirst for knowledge, if we want to really have a thirst for, uh, like I said, moving forward, yeah, and, and building, yeah, because I think you know, people get rich off of talking about the obstacles. You know, we talk about that with some of yeah. the uh, the black YouTube not you know conscious community. It's like, yeah, you can get rich off of that. Talking about you exactly. know what they did to us and all this, but nobody it seems nobody ever has the solution. The solution like. Even if we're like we don't have all the answers, but we know like that's what we're shooting for. At least like we're not like I said we're not like trying to just be like what was me and all that shit. No, like, that's no, not, that's definitely. Not I always shoot this just to be able to bring up the uncomfortable conversation. Yeah. That's what I hope people get from this show. You know, let's talk about the stuff that you don't hear in the black community. You know, those uncomfortable conversations that we have to have, and that's what I always want to do. You know, it's a lot of stuff that's looked up, like you said, the baby steps. Yeah. Uh, you know the relationship between men, black men, and black women is like we have to have that conversation. You know, exactly. no, no, and we can't let them the dictate conversations. We can't let them dictate the conversations we have. Exactly. You know, it seems a lot of times, especially now, it's like it's white folks telling black folks what we need to do. And man, if y'all get in the stocks and do this, and it's like, who are you to tell us? You ain't black. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. You know, it's like me telling white folks what they need to do, even though I have an opinion. Yeah. Oh, hey, well, I can't tell a white person, you know, hey, y'all need to stop oppressing black folks. You know what I'm saying? That's not the conversation. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, I, I think that's more so the goal. You know, I, I never want to preach to somebody. You know what I'm saying? I've never wanted to preach. Just like you said, your dad was a preacher. I've never wanted to preach. Yeah. I you know, I want to be an example. You yeah, know. Exactly. 
more than anything. That's, that's just what I've learned. It's like, if you can be that example and, like, you can be that beacon of light in the midst of the darkness, like, you can help one more person, you know what I'm saying, turn their light on. And I feel like that's just the goal. Like, and eventually everybody's light's going to be on, hopefully. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, every, you know, there's always going to be leaders and followers. You know what I'm saying? And not every black person is for black people. You know, whether they realize it or not. You know, no, all skin folk ain't kin folk. No, no, it's, it's definitely true. And I, and I think that's one thing. It's like, uh, I, I'm trying to think of the quote I've seen. It's like, black folks always told, we need to be together, we need to be together. It's like, well, white folks ain't necessarily all together. You know, or any other race of people, Mexicans or whatever, you know, it's Hispanic on Hispanic crime or white on white crime or whatever. It's like, it ain't like they're necessarily all together. But they do recognize who they are. Yeah, it's a, and that's it's a, the difference. And it goes with back us. to like, like I said, we don't have no nationality. We don't have a, a central religion, a central uh, identity except for black. Even though we're so influential, though, and it's yeah. like we do, though, you like, know, in the way we do when we talk about the culture, it's like we know it when we see it, even though there isn't a clear definition on it as exactly. far as what makes you blackness. You know, the going back to Kamala, you can see somebody be like, oh, they acting black. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's almost like an uh, an action more so. What is acting black? You know, and a lot of times it's acting stupid most times or making the worst decision. We don't associate acting black with making straight A's. Like, man, that nigga get good grades. That's acting black. You know? <laughs> you know? My grandpa used to always say, like, I, I didn't get it when I was young, but, like, anytime, like, if something, you do something nice or some shit, be like, that's mighty black of you. And I, I didn't get it, like, as, as, as a young kid. I'm like, what are, you, what are you talking about? But, like, I guess it was just conditioning, like, black can be good. <laughs> yeah, right, right. You know, I think that's even in the definition of, of darkness and light. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but, yeah, I mean, especially, you know, with, uh, with black folks, it's like, like I said, a lot of times negativity is looked at as being black. Oh, he's got on a bunch of gold chains. He's looking like a black dude, yeah. or you know. But that, that's not for us to change, though. That's what I'm saying. We know what black is. But it's just like you said, it's like we just have to be that example, you know. Like I said, but I never want to preach to anybody or say I got it figured out, or yeah. you know. That's a lot of time I look at some of these YouTube people, uh, you know. Not just saying like, let's say somebody like you know, Hasin Campbell or, or Willie D or something like that. I think people can get that 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 perspective like these are the ones or they know or yeah nah, they know like, nah man you know nah uh uh-uh. we all trying to figure this shit out yeah hell yeah we are man it's definitely you know yeah. trial and error so to speak definitely but uh but yeah man that's pretty much it is what it is man what you got up for next week man man uh next week is <laughs> dude yeah that, that's, man it's so crazy how time doesn't matter now in this whole coronavirus I, I almost like I, I can't wait for surviving 30 years from now when we look at this time it's like man this is the craziest time in yeah. history man it's like you know Cause it's just been like seven, six, seven months of just, of just floating up is down it's yeah it's like up is down and down is up man and it's man dude it's it's surreal sometimes like I said time doesn't even matter it doesn't even week from week and dude it's the election is in what three months yeah Coming right around the corner. Three months, you know. Oh yeah, uh, man. Make if y'all haven't filled it out yet, make sure y'all fill out the census. Uh, oh. Census2020.gov. Twenty-five uh, percent of the country did not fill that shit out last year, 
well, the last time the census was here, and it, that shit only comes every ten years. So, and that's yeah, it's a yeah. lot of funding. Is uh, what 2015 they said it was 675 billion dollars in funding that was left on the table. No, that's that's how much was going out oh, for the census okay. bureau. So, like, right, the census right. determines your uh, your community funds that you're gonna get your electoral votes, your representatives in right, the house. Like, right, it determines a lot of shit, and it's like. It's, it's a, something quick. Like, it's a 10-minute thing. Yeah, and just, just standing up and being counted. Like, you know, because I think a lot of us do fly under the radar. And that's another thing about even registering to vote and things like yeah. that, man. I, I think. I mean, even if you if you don't vote, if you don't do anything, like, the least you can do is fill out the census. Stand that's up and be, be counted. Right, right. Like I said, like, all those funds and stuff, because if, if you don't fill it out, like, you can actually get funds taken away yeah. from your community as right. well. So, and it's a, it's a 10-year gap, so... If you got an eight year old now, when your yeah. child eighteen, like he won't be accounted for in as between a human all, being. In between all that time, like they're right. not gonna be accounted for as far as funds, like medical funds, like a lot of shit. In the Even just our numbers and where we're at, yeah. you know, as demographics, demographics. Like, that's what I'm that saying. Shit. You know, especially as the black community spreads out more and more. Well, we don't have quote unquote just black communities. Like we need yeah. to be accounted for. Even just for uh, our knowledge. Like, how many is there of us, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, if we're ever going to create an army or whatever, we have to, you know? So, uh, like I said, I even say, you know, voting. You know, whoever you vote for, you know, have a voice. Yeah, and educate yourself. Educate yourself, you know. Or find somebody that you trust and has educated themselves on the, the candidates and the issues and right. saying follow right. them. Even finding new candidates, you yeah, know. Definitely. We never know, you know, the best and the brightest of us who might be able to shine through that. So, you know, that's definitely important. Another thing, uh, you know, like I said, through this whole uh, coronavirus, just this this crazy time, like I said, uh, you know, making sure you, you love thy neighbor. That's another yeah, thing yeah. that's big. And just, you know, making sure, you know, you show love in your own personal way and, you know, understanding and, you know, just looking out for somebody. Maybe, you know, whether it just be calling someone or, you know, just letting your people know you love them, you know, because it's, it's been like, a time of death, man. You know, that's the biggest thing about this coronavirus for me. It's like so many people have died. Yeah. So it's, it's uh, the fragility of life. Yeah. Just appreciating that, man. That's one thing, you know, even in my own life, I've been trying to do, you know, forget the little petty beefs and mm-hmm. differences we might have with each other. But it's, you know, just letting somebody know like, hey, you know, I do care about you because, you know, we never know. You know what I'm saying? That's uh. You know, it's 160,000 dead that we know about, and I, I think it's a lot more. So it's like, man, that's, you know, that's immeasurable as far as just, you know, family and, you know, how that affects lives, man. And, you know, it's been majority of us, any kind of virus or anything, it's like we are we are always hit the hardest. We the, the, the face of shit. Yeah, we're the testers, you know. So that's another thing, man, just making sure we just, you know, tell those who we love, we love them and appreciate them. All of us, you know, not just black folks, but just people here, man. Yeah. That's pretty much it, man. Like I said, shit, another week, man. Yeah, appreciate uh, y'all tuning in, man. Hell yeah, we're trying to end it, ending it kind of short today, but like I said, it ain't just ain't that much going on, man. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're, we're about time. We're like about one twenty something. Yeah, it's about yeah. usual time. Hell yeah, we'll be keeping it about an hour and a half. Hour. Right, right. I think we've been we've been pretty good on time. Yeah, we have, <laughs> man. I think we have, man. 
And definitely, Get y'all, uh, give us feedback. Tell us what you like and what you don't like about it. Yeah, appreciate everybody just, you know what I'm saying, tuned in thus far. Uh, definitely. Uh, new listeners. Check out that F You Stand album. Oh, yeah. We oh, my God. That shit. Uh, yeah, definitely yeah. check out Stand's album, man. Uh, Lockdown. Yeah. Nine songs, just in the, under 30 minutes. Uh, uh, you're going to run it back. Yeah, it, to me, like I said, it's the most Best relevant. Best smoking right now. Yeah, the most relevant album out of anything and I'm talking about as far as the black music industry yeah. to me it's the best thing going Tennessee right Killing now. Right, you know, and don't get me wrong we're a little bit biased but still yeah, we definitely got biased but at the same time like that shit slapping so, dude you know shout out Stan shout out my nigga Band Play uh, they got a number one album him and uh, him and uh, Dolph so, oh word yeah, hell out, yeah man shout out yeah. So, Tennessee doing big things man so yeah definitely check that out man tuning in. Uh, other than that man love God love yourself love people yeah, it's your boy J. Dot. This is JC. This is the connection. Peace. Out.